Hey everybody, this is Mike Marbeck, host of Oh Snap, an MCU podcast. I just wanted to take a minute before we get into our podcast and let you know that this show and the others that we do as part of Water Cooler are now actually part of Crossroads Comedy Theater. It's a theater I started to house all of the podcasts and comedy shows that we do to kind of make things a little bit simpler for for me, but also for people that try to find our podcast and comedy shows. It's now in one spot, Crossroads Comedy Theater, and you can find that online, xroadscomedy.com. That link is in the episode notes. Uh, that includes all of the formerly Water Cooler podcasts and also some new ones that we're going to be debuting over the next several months. Podcasts that expand our reach beyond pop culture and also podcasts that are not hosted by me. Uh, part of this new home is also more opportunities. Uh, particular interest to you might be that we're doing our first O-Snap and MCU podcast live. That is going to be part of Philly Theater Week. And that is on Monday, 426 at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll be discussing the finale of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier and taking your questions and comments on the finale and the MCU at large. We'll talk a little bit more about some shows that we have later on in the podcast. For now, thanks for listening and on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Oh Snap, an MCU podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbach. Today, we're covering Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Season 1, Episode 5, titled Truth. And I'm joined by Marceli Jean-Pierre. Oh Snap. <laughs> Rob Alessiani. Hello. Tabitha Parker. Hi. Michael Henley. Hey, hey. And back at the table is Keen Cobb. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Uh, so we sat back and watched the Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings teaser that was released. So I'm just curious what your uh, what your thoughts are. I am so excited for this movie. And I don't know why, but it didn't occur to me before because I'm always thinking about how the MCU does like styles and genres of other movies within their universe. And it, for some reason, didn't occur to me that they might do some of that really cool Crouching Tiger yeah. stuff x in this movie and mm -hmm. i just loved that yeah it looks and beautiful it does and also worth noting since we're talking about uh falcon of the winter soldier is that shang chi also has um some storylines in madripoor which was introduced mm. okay mm. rob i was blown away um from you know i i would call myself a novice kung fu movie fan but they're not just doing like, oh, this is the this is Marvel trying to do, uh, you know, a kung fu movie. This is Marvel like there were different genres within that genre. Yeah. There yeah. was Crouching Tiger, but then there was like, you know, Enter the Dragon. There was like all these different styles, and uh, God, it just was like visually stunning uh, to mm -hmm. see. And I'm really glad that it seems like this is going to be correcting the 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 pretty the pretty bad sin of the mandarin being the mandarin air quotes being in um uh iron man earlier and they we're actually going to get like the character and uh I, i'm super excited super excited sure michael i only just watched this like literally a couple minutes ago so i'm still reeling i think but i think it looks really really cool it looks very um yeah definitely a big hat tip to a lot of the things that we just mentioned in a really, really cool way. And I do really enjoy how Marvel um, Marvel movies will kind of tend to kind of kind of sidle up to these, you know, kind of uh, genres and subgenres and just kind of, you know, kind of play with the house style a little bit. I'm 
definitely very intrigued. I know very little about this character um, and I'm dying to know a little bit more. Uh, and I'll agree with everything said, except I will be the one person who sticks up for the Mandarin twist in Iron Man 3. I actually really liked that. So, but, um, mm. well, maybe I didn't like him turning out to be Guy Pierce. Maybe that was kind of lame, basically. But like the Ben, <laughs> Kingsley, the ben Kingsley stuff I thought was great. Mm. Yeah, uh, well, Michael said, you can't be mad at Ben Kingsley. He just, he does, he does <laughs> what he's asked to do. He didn't go sir. to sir school for 10 years. <laughs> sir, Ben Kingsley, uh, <laughs> my bad, my liege. Um, <laughs> but as far as what everyone else was saying, yeah, I'm very excited. I'm not, I can't, I'll be honest with you, I can't like name every single like um, Kung Fu movie I've seen, but I've seen like a good right. amount. And the, the styles is very interesting to me. As And as a kid that grew up watching the, the syndicated Fantastic Four and Iron Man, and that's where mm -hmm. I first learned about uh, the Mandarin. So, in agreement to what Rob was saying, to see him be just a fake, a fake character in Iron Man hurt my heart. So, I'm hoping that he ends up being like just amazing in this one. So, yeah, very excited mm -hmm. for it. Marceli. Yeah, I I watched the trailer earlier, and um, like yeah, to pretty much echo every what everybody else said. Uh, visually, it looks like it's going to be stunning. Um, I was a huge fan and I still am a, a, a big fan of Kung Fu movies. I used to watch them every single Sunday on channel 48. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, nice. And, um, yeah, it was just like kind of my routine. Uh, we would like go to church and sometimes my siblings and, and cousins and I would stay home with my dad just so <laughs> that we could like watch Kung Fu movies. And, um, it was just like, a, it became like a tradition. And so like, even some of the later Kung Fu movies, like the Ip Man series, I'm just like, uh, it's, it's just a genre that uh, I feel like hasn't gotten enough uh, play in the mainstream. And uh, to see like a, a Marvel movie with predominantly Asian characters doing their thing, and it seems so far pretty authentic and it seems pretty well done. Um, I'm just really looking forward to it. It, it seems like it's going to be a, a nice step away from uh you know the typical mcu stuff and and i trust marvel so much at this point that i'm just uh, yeah, looking forward to it being uh, as incredible as it looks in the trailer yeah yeah i agree with all that love the movies uh like marcelli kind of grew up watching them before that it was three stooges it was like three stooges uh and then the the kung fu movies and yeah, there, it really doesn't get too much play in the United States. Every once in a while, there's a, a star that kind of breaks out, whether it's Jackie Chan, uh, Jet Li, uh, and has some, some movies, but it's usually put in the context of them being on like the police or something like that and Americanized, uh, American actionized, uh, rather than just being like a straight up kick-ass kung, kung fu movie kind of deal. And usually teamed uh, up with like Chris Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> Almost <laughs> exclusively. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I also don't know much about the the character, so just looking forward to exploring that as uh, as it get in, gets introduced. All right, so we're gonna head to our first impressions. Keen. I think this this episode was great. Just, uh, I don't want to get too like I think I think we'll delve into it a lot more uh, when we like get into the whole meat of the episode. But like that first scene was like one of my favorite fight scenes in a long time my all-time favorite though is a mar it was not mcu but it was marvel it was the punisher uh i think versus the dutchman was the dutchman it was basically kevin nash versus uh the punisher and and the punisher movie like a couple years ago and it was great and this might be on par probably better overall the whole episode really cleaned up a lot of things 
so you don't have to worry about them for the finale because I think the finale is gonna be fucking bonkers. Yeah, uh, it's a medical term. Uh, Marcelie, <laughs> Marcelie, what did you think? I love this episode as well. Um, I think it's it might be my second favorite. I think last week I said that um, last week's was my favorite, but this week uh, I, I think in terms of just having heart and emotion. Um, that I this this episode I, I I loved what it did and how it progressed uh, Sam's character and how it progressed Bucky's character and even like John Walker I know I, I say this often but John Walker is is such a great character as much as we hate him I think he's so well written and he's so well performed um, that like even in this episode there's still like as much as I hate him there's still an ounce of like empathy that I have for his character. And I think that's just a, a direct result of that performance and, and the, the writing of the show. So um, overall, I, I really enjoyed this episode and I think um, it's probably maybe my second favorite. Okay, Tab. This episode was very therapeutic, both in that there were some hard conversations and the characters realizing things about themselves. But then also, again, that scene, really therapeutic to watch them just punch on John Walker for, really, <laughs> for a little bit for me yeah. personally. So it was, it was a nice release. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Rob? Yeah, I echo everyone. I thought this was pretty spectacular. And whereas in like episode three, I felt like, man, I'm, I'm kind of dragging my feet through this show. Now I'm like, I'm at a point where I'm like, oh, we only have one episode left and that kind of sucks. Like, I feel like I could, I don't like, like it, this all feels like prologue. And now like, I, I just want to live in this world for a lot longer. Sure. Michael. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to argue. Um, this, uh, this episode was thrilling. This was probably my second favorite episode. It had guys, this episode had everything. It had cool fights. <laughs> it had cameos. It had intrigue. It had great performances. It had Elaine. It had so many great things. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree with all that. Uh, this episode was my favorite episode so far. Uh, I think that it was at least, and I don't know for sure, but it felt the least touched by editing issues that were thrown into these storylines, whether it was done better or not done at all. It just felt better uh, as a story to me with minor exceptions thrown in there. But the balance between the more sentimental things and the heavier topics and the fight scenes. I thought all of that was just really well done. And of course, the introduction of Elaine Marie Bennis into the MCU <laughs> is uh, pretty friggin' great, gotta say. We're gonna begin with, with Zemo. So talk to me about Zemo. What's going on here? What's the raft? I know what the raft is. <laughs> <laughs> It's a cool boat prison where where <laughs> where all the future thunderbolts are. Yeah. So that's that's seemingly what's being set up here, right? I think so. Seemingly yeah. it was like it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And the thunderbolts just a team of uh villains want to be good or good guys that did something bad and kind of want redeeming. Yeah, I thought it was Scottish. Yeah, yeah basically yeah. kind of duped into doing good stuff. <laughs> You tricked us. Ah, we helped mankind, <laughs> humankind. I mean, do, us again. So, do we know who else is on this raft? Like canonically, who else is on the raft? We went I to the raft the, 
before, right? In Civil War, I think. Yeah. 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 And that's yeah. when they were using it, but that's when they were using it to hold the Just. good guys. Yeah. Yeah. Avengers, yeah. Avengers yeah. were there. Yeah. It could be um like I don't know. This could be like where Venom shows up or something like that. Like I don't know if that's still I don't know I don't know where the properties land, but yeah. Would would they have put Hayward on the raft? Possibly. Oh, that's Possibly. a good that's a good question. Hmm. That's a good question. I, I wasn't even thinking about that. He's Maybe. in a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would welcome that, but I'm still suspect of what Hayward's skills are. Like everyone else, you know, like I think there are lots of candidates where just like, I get why you're on the team. Hayward would be, be like, there their rick flag though maybe possibly like a semi leader maybe but mm, okay yeah mm-hmm. i mean he's, i don't want to add though he's he's bad at being a leader and he's bad at <laughs> <laughs> his, his biggest crime was being shitty at his job so <laughs> yeah. he might go to regular jail yeah <laughs> it's just regular Sorry. people we oh, tolerate man, evil you... we don't tolerate incompetence These are very can you imagine people. if you're like a super villain and you're like oh man you got me guess i'm going to the raft and like nope you're going to sing sing you're not good enough, <laughs> not good enough right? yeah. oh that's a shame oh, uh, yeah it would be cool to have that set up and I, I it's it's possible that by the end of next week another resident of the raft is walker uh, and he can be one of those one of those people as well. Well, plenty of time to talk about the Thunderbolts, but it would be really cool to have that kind of be another series that yeah. they put out, kind of like a yeah. Doom Patrol, as as DC has done, which is yeah. actually a great series. So check that out. I thought it was um, very cool. The just you know, we never really got to the raft, but the the setting up where where they you know that that confrontation of you know at the Sokovia Memorial, which was really cool to see. Um, somebody, somebody I was reading online said that that, uh, well, it certainly wasn't a fjord, but whatever that, whatever that uh, land formation they were at, which had like a big giant lake around it, looked eerily similar to where Wanda ended up. But I don't, I think that's probably all hearsay and conjecture. Um, <laughs> but you know, who knows? But uh, but I thought I thought visually that that memorial was pretty stunning. Mm-hmm. The Dora Milaje, why are they taking him to the raft and not back to Wakanda? Good question. That's a good Honor. question. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think it might be connected to the fact that if, because um, at the end of Black Panther, T'Challa tried to show that they were ready to like open up their, their not necessarily their borders just yet, but like open up to the world. And maybe that might've been like a deal that because it was such a, he calls like a, such a global issue with, helping well not helping but like that led to the no 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 i'm sorry i'm getting mixed up with my movies because sokovia is reason why he did what he did so maybe that's just he was known for like other problems or maybe i'm not sure but i think i mean he he killed t'chaka and blew up you know that it wasn't true the the whole un UN, or like there you was it the un it was the un so 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 i think like turning them over to the dora milaje and having them be the ones to take him to justice is like super important from like a sure. diplomatic like yeah we could you know we're we're entering the world stage we have been given this person and we are going to play by the world's rules you know we could take yeah. him exactly yeah, yeah and and honestly aren't the prisons in wakanda assuming they have that uh too good for him they're probably so probably. nice <laughs> they're probably so nice <laughs> they're probably like oh my god like uh oh my yes uh io warns zima or uh, warns bucky uh, you might want to just 
just play it cool for a little while sit back stay yeah. in the u.s you know actually yeah. you could travel wherever you want just stay out of wakanda for just a you know a little while just a bit <laughs> just a i bit. love yeah. i love that she called him white wolf at that point because mm-hmm. like yeah yeah i was reading or watching something where like it was a big thing with the fact that um in the confrontation like at the apartment she referred to him as james like almost like I'm upset with you personally. And then <laughs> yeah. when it yeah. was back to like on good terms, it was like, all right, we're back to our code name, which yeah. means I respect you more, White Wolf. So, <laughs> oh, we're yeah. using, oh, we're using our superhero names. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if she had said James Buchanan Barnes, Barnes. we knew he'd be in real trouble. <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Always <laughs> <my> clear sign. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. my, my, my Christian name. <laughs> oh, uh, I really liked... Uh, Zemo telling Bucky that he's decided not to kill him. That because, like, well, could you even do that? But Zemo means it. Like, he's decided that even though Bucky is a super soldier, he can keep he can keep going. He's not a problem. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, and he does add. Uh, Bucky adds, uh, "I may have it, and I don't even think he's in a position to ask favors. But he says, I may have another favor to ask." Like you just busted this dude who killed their king out of out of prison, let him loose, and I just don't yeah. think so. But <laughs> they're nice people, so yeah, it's yeah. not really a favor for Bucky. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's true. Yeah. That's true. Right? They probably they she probably Ayo was probably like, I'm not doing you any favors. And he was like, Hold on, hold on. It's for Sam. It's for Sam. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what about Sam. Say no more. Like, say, say no more. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. uh, right. I can't. I can't wait to see him be the leader of the Thunderbolts because I think he has a real yes, yes. cool. He he showed he sh- like in in um what was that civil in civil war he seemed real he he showed his conniving side but he was kind of more of like uh, oh I'm gonna get you kind of like that kind of villain <laughs> he didn't but feel this like, like yet yeah exactly he's he was cool confident knew exactly what he wanted to do uh, thanks to him I got a a, a great nickname for uh, Furkan Korkmaz uh, mm-hmm. Turkish delight. <laughs> so I'm appreciative of that. Uh, the one thing I would say is I really hope that mask breathes because yes. it looks super hot. It does. But the the eye holes are huge though, so like you got to get some type of some, some circulation of, uh, just through the yeah, eyes. His eyes bit. are just going to be like very cool. The rest of them. Is I just remember like reading melting. the comics and thinking like that. Ma- the the comic Zemo mask always looked like it was organic to me. Like it looked like it was made of skin or so. like it looked. It didn't look like it was just fabric. It looked like it was like puffy rubber or something that they did it well. It looks good. In, it looks good in real real life. And I'm very excited for more Zemo. All right, let's head over to Walker. Walker needs a therapist real bad, <laughs> just for starters. And that whole thing about like, oh, the serum makes you more of who you are. He's he's just a terrible person. <laughs> he just gets more yeah. and more terrible. But But he certainly in his in his um testimony or just you know speaking to the tribunal that that was like man the the whole idea of like he's absolutely right he became what we created like we he did everything that was asked of him and he you know he's and and then he comes back and they want nothing to do with it's like it's i'm not a veteran i've known people who have served and 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 have dealt with veterans affairs and uh, afterwards and and you know this is this is not an uncommon tale of like you you turn me into something different and now i'm back and like what am i supposed i don't know how to exist it's like uh, the hurt locker 
You know, like yeah. I, I can't exist in this world back here because you've you've made me into a totally different person. Now he's also like uh, pretty fascist and terrible, <laughs> and I don't want to excuse. You know, he's still responsible for his Thank actions, you. but it, it, he is not. Oh, he is not a one-dimensional character. He's yeah. so complex. I could absolutely see, like in the comics, where he kind of swings back and forth between like villain anti-hero hero i could absolutely see if they choose to like keep using him in various ways throughout the mcu that like that character has range which is so cool to see yeah i, I saw a couple of parallels um and, and not necessarily between john walker and uh steve rogers but john walker and uh and who? iron man to tony starks mm -hmm. um mm. So, you know, the, he mentioned, I think he said twice in throughout the episode, you know, I am Captain America. And he said it with so much conviction. Mm -hmm. um, and that that reminded me of just like the I am Iron Man and kind of like the function um, of that phrase uh, within throughout the episode. But um, also uh, with the post credit scene, there was definitely like that that connection as well. But like, I know I said it in the intro, but I think John, John Walker is such a great character and is such, um, he's so well written. Um, because like when he was at that trial, that in that moment, I, I started to feel empathy for him. I, I felt mm -hmm. like, yeah. you know what, just, just kind of like re repeating what, uh, what you were alluding to, Rob, you know, the, uh, veterans get thrown to the streets after, after the government is done with them. Um, and he, he, nothing he said in that moment was wrong, but then he, you know, goes to the Hoskins family and he lies to their face and mm -hmm. I'm just like, yeah. ah. That 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 kind of brought me back, like you little piece of shit, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, that, it's that thing of where if he had done the exact same thing, but no one had seen. Yep. Then right. he probably would have been given another medal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's well, you yeah, could, You could absolutely. I mean, there's a conversation to be had about like whether this, like, how do I know that this takes place in a totally different universe than ours? Because he saw like at least some immediate ramifications for <laughs> yeah, his actions I was, I was and it wasn't this, like yeah. you know if it, like we kind of speculated last week that this week might have him like being heralded as a hero by like half the population and yeah. we didn't really get that we did get julie louis dreyfus saying like you know like hey i get it buddy like yeah. you know, a lot but, of um, people did the right thing she yeah. did have that whole yeah so <laughs> you know there, there's and, and certainly like the way that um um oh god the character in baltimore i can't why can't i uh isaiah, isaiah. yeah I, so like the way that I, you know isaiah did a heroic thing being put in basically the same position and was imprisoned for 30 years yeah. and you know new cap gets a basically a slap on the wrist for murdering someone in cold blood uh, you know, uh, a foreign national in cold blood on foreign soil with the symbol of the United States military in his hands. Seen and by the world. So like, you know, this isn't like a justified thing. And I do have empathy, but it's, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's complicated, man. It's complicated. Yeah. The, yeah. I, I, it, it's super complicated. And like the whole thing about like, once that, uh, you know, after the scene that we're about to talk about, basically, but, you know, when 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 Walker is, uh, you know, basically stripped of his title, like the, all I could think of is just like, so when do the people start logging online and just going like, when are we going to, you know, uh, you know, do a march on Washington, basically, and get, you know, get Captain America his shield back, like that kind of thing, because that would totally be like, like the, I, I, Captain America, my my parallel universe of just like, what's trending on Twitter right now in this universe? Captain America did nothing wrong is like the yeah. number one, you know, hashtag. <clears throat> yeah. 
Yeah, the, the, they always are very long, the right wing hashtags. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, 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 not, they're not well put together. <laughs> uh, I'm very surprised that no one has, has mentioned this yet, but um, um, I have a problem, not a problem, but I have an issue with like when it comes to like um, bad, evil characters. If it's being played really well, uh, I love the actor. So, uh, like, I texted to, to Mike while I was watching it. Wyatt fucking Russell. I mean, mm-hmm. he's fucking killing it. And, like, it, I understand he's evil, he's all that. But, like, the, I'm, I'm just enjoying him doing, like, the little things. Like, the, yeah, my biggest 100%. thing was, like, whenever, when he first took the serum, the twitches. Like, mm-hmm. how he couldn't really control what was going on. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> The only thing, maybe because I, I love the actor so much, the only thing I'll say when he spoke to uh, Hoskins' uh, family, he did lie. But at the time, <laughs> when he killed the dude, he was so blinded with rage, he thought that was the guy that did it. Because if yeah. I remember right, his back was turned when Carly punched uh, punched Hoskins. Uh, so he turns around, he sees this guy down. He's chasing anybody who's connected to it. It just so happened to be uh, be my man, was it Luca? Might be Luca. I might be the other character I'm thinking of. He anyway, basketball in Nico. mind, buddy. <laughs> no, no, Nico. No, no. I was thinking about. I was thinking about Luca from uh oh. from uh the good fight. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm just trying to say that I think why I hope they bring back this character just so uh Wyatt Russell can like really get even deeper into it, yeah. which I'm very excited 100%. to see what he does in the um. In, in the uh, finale. And uh, mm-hmm. I can't wait to talk about this fight. Can't wait. I about to say, speaking of the good fight. <laughs> this yeah, was a this good was a, fight. A great fight. <laughs> he strips, uh, he gets stripped of his, uh, what was it? He got stripped of his, uh, no longer an agent of the government or military, stripped of title and authority as Captain America, effective immediately. He agent. is discharged designation other than honorable will hold no rank uh, in retirement and no benefits. So they really do take everything that they gave him back. Gone. Yeah. Everything that he worked for is now off the table. Um, what's on the table, though, is, of course, that <laughs> that shield is just banging the, banging out himself. Um, <laughs> wonderful. Uh, so, yeah, the fight. It was awesome. It was very obviously reminiscent of uh, the fight from Civil War. <laughs> with mm-hmm. Captain mm-hmm. America, Iron Man, and Bucky. Um, yeah, but the sequences were fantastic. And, and I love the fact that um, they showed, like, Sam's struggle being, like, a normal human being. Uh, mm-hmm. He ha- obviously had the technology um, on his side, similar to Iron Man in, in that <laughs> Civil War fight, but he had the technology on his side, and, you know, but uh, John Walker ripped the wings off of him Ooh. and kind of disabled him. Um, yeah. And it, it took them it, it took them breaking physically actually breaking his arm to get that shield off yeah. which I, I thought was just like a fantastic um you know just bow or, or at the end of the, the fight. and the the parallel of john walker in trying to hold on to the shield that's what breaks his arm yeah and then the scene with Steve Rogers where he uses the shield as like a tourniquet for his already broken arm where he's like, all right, like he uses the shield to reinforce himself and John and John loses the shield, like in being unable to give up something that's not his. So it's like, Oh, (laughs) and I was waiting for that moment too, where they were like, 
and we're going to need the shield back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love how smart, like, to, to your point, Marcelli, he, he's, an, he's not a super person. Uh, Sam isn't, but he's so smart about how he uses his tech. Like, John took the wings away, and that still didn't stop him. He was still mm-hmm. using, like, the booster to throw himself up and, like, kick and get leverage and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I just... I'm always so impressed with like how how he's using his tech and how yep. how well he uses it. And visually, it's just so cool to watch. I've said that before in the podcast, but just the way that it all comes together for him, uh, the way that he kind of sw- swept the leg, showed no mercy, uh, I thought was uh, <laughs> was pretty pretty great. And it's um, go ahead, sorry. Oh no, I was about to say Marcelli, and you mentioned too like the the parallels, and and Rob, you did as well about the between the. Uh, the end fight at uh, in Civil War and like some of the actually the, even the underscore music is the same because it's the same mm-hmm. the same composer who did this one that did uh, Civil War mm-hmm. um, so like he's reusing a lot of his, and like I was directly thinking just like I've heard this before like when have I when have I heard this before in a scene that's like and I just started racking my brain basically and that's where it came out so like it's very 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 deliberate in a very fun way yeah and it, it made it so poignant to um, like like he was Sam was using his wings as if they were just part of his body like they were yeah. it was it was there yeah. was it was absolutely um totally seamless to the point where when they were ripped off i reacted yes. as though <laughs> like biological wings were ripped from the guy i was like i yep. gasped like oh my god and i'm thinking like okay well he, he wasn't hurt then but i was like my brain told me like that's a mortal wound you know like he yeah. like we might lose sam and i was like oh wait no it's their robot wings but he's just really good with them <laughs> yeah well, and we've been so accustomed, you know, over the course of this series and, you know, every time that Sam has shown up in the MC in an MCU movie, the way he so effortlessly kind of brings out his wings, basically, like it's very easy to relate to them as mm-hmm. basically an extension of his body. So, yeah. yeah, no, I think that totally makes sense. Uh, and Torres tells him, like when he drops off the, the shield, uh, you forgot the wings, keep them, which made me think to what Tab was talking about a few episodes ago he does in the comics at least he is a yeah. falcon i, I, I that is like confirming he will be the next 100 percent, 100 percent, and yeah and not just that like and that's not just saying like hey if you want them they're yours it's also saying like hey i just picked up this shield and that means <laughs> i'm starting at square one i don't need i'm not going to have my wings anymore now there's some speculation like maybe torres is going to fix them and give them back to maybe the Pulp Fiction case that he opens, like has like a new Captain America Falcon hybrid suit. But like, (laughs) I took that as I'm starting from scratch. And then the really fun montage that we'll talk about in a bit, I'm sure kind of confirmed that he's like, I'm starting from scratch and I'm learning a new, you know, he's learning a new main fighter. Like if he's, uh, you know, a Smash Brothers player, he's he's totally giving (laughs) up on on Daisy and now he's picking up Link. A couple quick things on, on Walker. So he basically busts Bucky's arm for just a bit. Uh, and oh, yeah. he also smashes the, pulls off the, the wings. So is this super serum more super than what Bucky has had? Or is he just super like juiced up on it right now and he's still in the early stages and it's still it kind of settling? Rage. I think it was the rage mixed in with the, um, mixed in with the uh, serum, honestly uh because plus also if i could if i remember right this might be i know they fought like on the same side especially like against like because i just seen like a video about it uh against spider-man or whatever but this was like their first like 
tag team kind of duo fight where it's like yeah. they're depending on each other like a real like a real team um and i know i know we're i know i'm backtracking a little bit but i just love the fact that uh, at the start of the fight uh walker really tried to warn him like hey you don't want to do this and bucky just looked up like we really want to like <laughs> we're going to do me. this for a few days now so yeah we want to yeah, and as uh, five episodes to do this <laughs> as as you were talking Ken, i did kind of think of one possible thing too uh is this whole show so far has been bucky trying not to let the winter soldier out so Absolutely. maybe there was just some some self-holding back there as, yeah. as well yeah he yeah. only seems to be able to access his perfect fighting ability if he's focused on being the winter soldier yeah and i was thinking also like going into the fight i don't know maybe it happened off camera but i don't know if bucky was expecting him to be a super soldier um you know because if, if he's going into this this fight just like thinking like all right this is just going to be uh john walker um then you know i don't have to go all out but then like he's he might be a little stronger um mm -hmm. a little bit and and he's also like a certified skilled fighter too so yeah um it's not like he's he's just some scrub uh who, who got a little bit of super serum like he's, he's very skilled <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think didn't, didn't they note i think in the in towards the end of the last episode basically that didn't they note that he did get juiced up basically like they, they... sam saw but yeah you're, yeah you're right bucky didn't but i i, I have hmm. i have to believe that as sam and bucky were running up sam was like he took the serum <laughs> 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 yeah. it's like okay. he's like texting as bucky, he's running bucky, real quick <laughs> bucky i gotta tell you know what before we i'm not gonna spoil it bucky's like, like no wait, time to talk you'll find out <laughs> real quick he, he took the serum so you're ready <laughs> the main difference i think between bucky fighting normal like bucky fighting as bucky and as a winter soldier is the winter soldier's fighting to kill and bucky's trying not to kill sure. yeah Anyone yeah anyone he's yeah uh so that brings us to the introduction of elaine marie bennis into the mcu contessa valentina allegra de fontaine of which i know absolutely nothing about other than what is here so what it seems she is, uh, and y'all that know more can correct me, uh, is just some, uh, she's leading some other secret organization or maybe not so secret organization and uh, is going to be kind of working with him in a way that we've talked about possibly already in that Thunderbolts capacity. Uh, so what do we know about uh, the Contessa? She is Madam Hydra. Did you say Madam uh, Hydra? I did. Um, and she started off as an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. who dated Nick Fury pretty seriously before defending the Hydra. Hmm. Um, so I am extremely excited for the introduction of her character because I assume that her and Samuel L. Jackson are going to have some scenes together coming up. Hmm. Well, that's pretty cool. Fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. Now I have now I have questions about who dumped who though. <laughs> she uh, she kept flirting with Captain America and it made Nick really mad and like ruined his friendship with Steve. Oh, what a oh. beta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the the Madam Hydra I was looking I I had no idea too but I like did some you know, internet digging. The Madam Hydra part of her story is pretty short and like compared to like the grand arc of it. Now also this is comic stuff. So they like, 
they they've been known to just like mush characters together and you know theoretically she she's kind of like uh, like a straddles the line character and she's not like i'm putting a super villain team together to take over the world she's more like she likes power and she wants influence and um so she could be i think probably most com most likely is it's it's a thunderbolts like she's doing the nick fury what nick fury did for the avengers she's doing for the thunderbolts so absolutely agree she is she is probably the one that's putting this team together with yeah. her meeting with john and saying you did the right thing and here's my blank card yeah i would uh go ahead Marcia. i was just gonna say is there any chance that she is the power broker right? that's what i thought when she first I, uh, stepped out i she knows things she does know things is I there just... any chance yes for sure <laughs> What about Mephisto? Could she be Mephisto? <laughs> Could she be all three? Yes. She just she shows up with cards and she's like, hello, share. And she charges them. Um, I, I think... would just love if they throughout this these series from WandaVision, from Falcon and Winter Soldier, from Loki, from the other ones that come up, if they each one introduces somebody that becomes part of these Thunderbolts and they have their own series. So yeah. I would love to yes. see Agatha Harkness. Oh my God, uh, yes. John, uh, John Walker. Yes. Uh, somebody whoever comes out of out of Loki, uh, Baron Lady Zemo. Lady Loki. Wait, yeah. Lady Loki, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, how OP is the, are the Thunderbolts? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the I'm final <laughs> like post-credit scene in this show is going to be her showing up to the raft and being like, Zemo, 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 you've been a very <laughs> naughty boy or something like that. Like some, <laughs> yeah. I, I actually, I, I my secret hope is, I, I think there's a good chance that happens. And then my secret hope is that they throw like a Seinfeld line in or something like some, yeah. some little wink. <laughs> Although I think that would make some people throw up and just be like, come on, that's too much fan service. The hero is about nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they bond over how much they hate the English patient. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like I went into this episode believing that like the one of the either the post credit or the or the final scene before the credits was going to be the reveal of the power broker. And so now since that did not happen, now I'm thinking like I feel like the identity of the power broker is not something they're really interested in. Like, like they're not trying to make it a thing. I could be way wrong. Yes. And maybe they're saving that for the final episode, but yes, yeah. I'm way wrong. I, I mean, in the comics, no one ever really figures it out. Okay. Like in, yeah. in universe. So it's, yeah. it's mysterious. But it could also be Sharon. I don't know. It could also be Sharon. Yeah. Maybe I'm alone here, but I still don't care. I don't care. That's about my thing. Yeah. At that, no, that's that, like, Yeah. To me, there was so much more in this episode that was like, holy shit, and like, wow, moments than, you know, like, then I just don't care who the power broker is. And I feel like I, the show, if it would, I feel like it would have been, it would be more interested in making me care, and it hasn't been. I do care because through my, experience which is wild that like this this whole thing started with 08 with iron man that they don't mention something for nothing they don't mm -hmm. yeah say someone's name or introduce like even not fully but like they don't introduce the character for nothing so except for the man the power yeah. broker is important for a reason like is it's a reason why that was mentioned so i think it's going to be a link towards probably shang chi because that's like the next thing out because like almost every single like almost like a bible kind of thing but like every single 
production <laughs> begat <laughs> thank you begat <laughs> something else so like i really think it's definitely a, a reason for it and i believe if not if it's not that person i think it's definitely connected to the mandarin in some sort of way because like like tab said before they're both known to be in madripoor so very excited for it i, I love that uh yeah because i was gonna say it they rarely set up something that doesn't pay off but sometimes you have to wait a bit before you find out what the payoff is because remember remember yeah. how much people hated what was it uh four two and how pivotal four two was for, <laughs> for the fucking mcu really important mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah they don't introduce things for nothing so yeah, yeah and there's still there's still stuff from previous phases that haven't paid off yet mm-hmm. we're still waiting i feel like over the just the course of us talking just now i feel like i've gone from yeah maybe they're gonna do a thunderbolts tv show to be like they're totally gonna do a thunderbolts <laughs> tv show um <laughs> And and Mike, when you just said, I mean, with uh, DC doing Doom Patrol, like I know Marvel's not really one to chase trends too much, but at the same time, I'm just like, oh, that's so like that 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 so could be a thing where they're just like, why don't we have that? Where's where where's our that? You know? So yeah, I could see that. It's kind of it would be their backdoor version of the Defenders. Uh, Netflix had their heroes do it, but this would be their kind of uh, side characters within each of those come out and bust yeah. bust out in their uh, their own show. Uh, yeah, I. I'm very much looking forward to that, especially if they laid it out like we've been talking about, if they're listening. Great. Um, All right, let's move over to the Flag Smashers, where there's not much going on. They show up to the uh, GRC and see that it has been raided and shut down. Uh, Sharon Carter gets on the horn with Batroc. He has a mission. He drops off some stuff to Carly in the park, who then recruits people. And we go to the GRC meeting where they have infiltrated, and that's where we leave off. Real quick, why does Carly always go back to that same spot whenever she's on the yeah. run? Yeah, it's so weird. It's like, like why is no one ever waiting for her? And nobody's ever there. Great point. They should have known she would go there. They should at least be watching. Yeah, at least like, have like put one a gun person, out there. Yeah, yeah, just one person reading the newspaper, looking up. You know, just waiting for Carly or some some other. Kind of, sorry, kind of on on the same on the same uh, notion that that Marcy just just mentioned. Uh, not trying to sound weird, but like Carly is a fair-skinned, freckle-faced, red-haired woman. She just got into the U.S. like nothing. Like, I mean, I mean, she's an international. She's known internationally as yeah. a terrorist, but they just stroll in and they're in New York, no problem. That's just. It I mean, it's, like it's for she... the script, but wow. And they also have kind of set up like. She has allies everywhere. Yeah. So, like, mm. presumably, whoever let her into the U.S. was one of those allies. I have to, I have to make that logic. In my head. I would also <laughs> add that uh, we are dealing with a post-blip world. True. Uh, and we don't know. I mean, we're seeing how much governments have kind of been uh, fucked with throughout throughout this time. So. We don't know what the general structures are, how many open vacancies there still may be. Um, so there's there's that. And we're really not going to know what's coming from this until until next week. But are there any other thoughts or cares on the Flag Smashers? I loved how much that room looked like Dr. Strangelove. Really did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was it was bonkers how much that room looked like Dr. Strangelove. But way more fluorescent and brighter. So it's just like, oh, yeah. this is like the nice, like the, the nicer version, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Well, then we shall move on 
to the Brotherhood of the Traveling Shield, where Sam then <laughs> takes that over to uh, to Isaiah. Uh, so what are your thoughts here? This ended up being, his backstory actually ended up being very close to how it is in Truth, Red, White, and Black, mm-hmm. um, which is also why I think this episode is called Truth. That was my, was a nod oh, yeah. to that. I was actually really pleased and kind of surprised that they kept it so close to what happened in the comics. Sure. I also like the fact that, because uh, like typically in, in a scene that like this, um, the Isaiah character would probably be like encouraging Sam to be like, you know what, you're the one who needs to do it. You know, even though they did me wrong, like that doesn't mean that this is your story. But he was like, no you're not no no black man in his right yeah. mind would ever want to be captain america there's too much pressure nobody's going to accept you nobody thinks that that you fit the mold um and they're going to turn their back on you they're, and even when sam was like everybody needs to know this story he's coming he, he's coming from a place um of uh very very optimistic very um you know just thinking that like you know if the world knows that you were done wrong or that a person is done wrong they're going to automatically take your side but that's not his reality and that's mm-hmm. not the reality for so many people um and i love the, the, the um just the dialogue between the two of them because it, it just felt so real and it felt so raw um and isaiah isaiah's character uh or the the actor again he he just he hasn't had a whole lot of screen time in this series, but every time he did, he did have a scene. Yeah, he, he blew it out of the water. Mm-hmm. Um, at the risk of talking for a group of people, I'll talk for white people. Um, so a thing that white people do is sometimes they get uncomfortable when, uh, like, when 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 minorities don't act as a monolith because it's yeah. like really easy for them to have in their head about like, oh, all black people think like this, all you know, all, all Latinx people think like this. And it's like, so it's good for white people to see that like, that's not the case. And people can, you know, there, there's there's shades of gray and people can disagree on on like ways to approach things. And cause I mean, if I see one more white person like coming for a person of color because that person of color doesn't happen to fit like their white liberal, like suburban, you know, idea of the way things should be. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, you, you know that like, like just get out of the conversation and listen y'all like stop 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 policing people's conversations if you're not part of like just stop so this yeah. was this episode was powerful because it i've i've seen these reactions where it's like i've seen i've seen, I've seen more white people be like why does it seem like sam hasn't experienced racism i'm like what are you talking about like yeah. he's a human being that's like contains multitudes he's had his experiences and so has isaiah so like they're both valid points here and why don't you let and them we've seen it in talk? these shows yeah in exactly. episode yeah. one <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like you know i thought this was like so powerful such a powerful mm-hmm. scene like you said i every scene isaiah's been in two scenes and they've both been like tentpole powerful mcu scenes like throughout the entirety of of all phases yeah. for yeah. me king yep. you got your fingers interlocked what do you got <laughs> uh no i i i agree with what everyone is saying and i think it, it's just very um the, kind of similar to what Rob was saying, I think this might be for a good amount of white folks their first time hearing something as a realistic 
as you can get conversation between the older generation. I mean, there's yeah. layers to it as far as like they're both they were both heroes or one is a hero. One was a hero. Um, but this reminds me of a conversation that uh, if my dad was still around. He would have with me uncles, even older, just older black men talking to me, just um, schooling me, just like putting me on game, just letting me know what's really going on. And I really appreciate it. And because of the lack of uh, strong black characters, um, aside from like uh, um, Black Panther and that movie, that this might be like the most realistic, like I said before, the realistic conversation between two black men in, in the MCU honestly yeah just to jump quickly jump in like it very much um like you said reminds me of a, the, a conversation that uh you know an older black man would have and I remember when Barack Obama was running for president and even prior to that there was so many middle-aged black dudes that I knew or like older black men who were just like this country's not ready for that. There's no way that a black president would be um, for, would be accepted. There's no way that a black president would be able to survive. Be, you know, and and that's like a, such a an uncomfortable but such a real conversation. And you know, our our generation is a little bit more hopeful and uh, a little bit more optimistic. And we we might see things a little different because we didn't go through things um, that they went through. They went through a lot of shit that we couldn't even imagine you know we we might hear stories or we might see like clips on on tv or in documentaries but there's just like the generations before us went through so much that we can't even like tap into and and, and it doesn't make their perspective wrong it just makes their perspective different and and mm -hmm. i think this scene very much um is, is a perfect example of that uh just the and and, and sam doesn't overstep his boundaries he doesn't like try to correct him he just like listens and he, he takes the information that he needs to take and he he goes and he makes his own decision mm -hmm. yeah uh keen and i do a podcast which covers the good fights called in my opinion which you can check out and uh not for nothing keen but this also kind of parallels a little bit when carl uh reddick yep. came to town he is an older partner of the firm and he's dealing with um Delroy Lindo, who is fucking fantastic in general, but on this show is so goddamn so good. good. So, so good. good. And they have a similar kind of conversation in uh, subject matter, not in not necessarily in tone or and not nearly in depth or as raw, but it, there's a lot of those same elements that kind of come up through, through that as well. Any other thoughts on Isaiah in, in general or Sam's dealings with Isaiah, what he takes away from this? One real quick thing. Um, I wonder, like, because I know that Isaiah's grandson is like in the comics, he becomes like a new Avenger, right? Um, Patriot. Yeah. Is he super? Is he like a super soldier or does he have like any special like abilities Rob. through? Like, I... but um, after Sam like get acknowledged him and started like going to the backyard, he airballed uh, <laughs> his jump shot so bad. <laughs> And I was like, hold on, man. You're yeah, well, I saw Luka like Doncic special. do that the other night. Though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, an Avenger just walked up. He's 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 a little nervous. Okay. <laughs> Does the serum make you better at basketball? <laughs> the good if you're already good at basketball, it will make you better. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you all right. Touche, touche. <laughs> <laughs> 
um, I, I, I just wanted, to, I, I feel like I don't have insight basically that I can add, you know, uh, to, to what's already been said, but I will say I give, I give Marvel so much credit for really digging into like the themes of this show that I'm sure, you know, for, for me, I, kind of felt going into the show just like how how much are they going to deal with how much are they going to have some of these conversations that need to be had like this one and i give them so much credit too especially because since marvel is the biggest thing around right now um it has a lot of power but sometimes that amount of power makes artists more timid i think rather than more brave and i think this was this was a very this this was a well, I mean, I know I want a brave and necessary thing to do, I think. And I, I knew Rob, like you, I was also scanning Twitter over the weekend, basically. And, you know, it was always the worst people in, in the world who are having the worst opinions, basically, about, you know, these and they scenes think and they're so woke. They just like, God. Yeah. If we never see Isaiah again, I'd be okay with that. Uh, he doesn't owe anybody, this character does in this world doesn't owe anybody anything. Uh, any reason to return, any reason to say yes, but yeah. I would love to see this fucking character again. Me too. Yeah, yeah me too. Uh, I, cool. like you said, my, my, I would just, I would be afraid if they kept bringing him back, it would be like as a pretense to change the character's mind and I don't want him to change his mind, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a less than zero's chance we see him, we see him on Friday. I think he, like- He yeah. rarely shows up in the comics later. I believe- unless I'm misremembering whose wedding he showed up at, but he was at like, I think Black Panther and Storm's Storm. wedding. Is that, mm -hmm. yeah. Nice. Um, Wait, Black Panther and Storm got married? Oh yeah. yeah. I didn't know this. Okay, <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah, that's that was a great moment. Uh, moving on to the Wilson family slash boat. Uh, overall, pretty good. Um, so pretty good, good fam family stuff. We had some, some uh, montages throughout. Uh, some, you know, a little more intimate, some a little bit more jokey. We had some flirting. Uh, what did you like? What stood out? Everything. I liked everything mm -hmm. about this. This was such like a just kind of a hangout plot, basically. And yeah, Sam and Bucky do talk for a little bit, basically talk serious. But I mean, so, from so much of it, it was just kind of characters hanging out, and I dig that so much. Like, yeah, he doesn't know how to be friends. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, well, I guess I'll go to a hotel now, and then I'll fly ho I'll fly back tomorrow, and I'm like. <laughs> Hi. Guess I'll just start packing my things. <laughs> um, so we had two, two, two things that I just absolutely adored. We had a really nice "It's a Wonderful Life" moment. Mm -hmm. uh, where just absolutely. the whole everyone comes together, which is always just like just ask for help, everyone. The moral yeah. of the story is ask for help when you need it. Mm -hmm. uh, and then also my my giant uh, New Orleans loving heart. <laughs> sword when the Neville brothers came on and uh that was just like uh, it was all the Neville brothers are now officially in the Marvel Cinematic Universe I am good yeah. I am good if we were in the if we were in the Marvel Cinematic Universe you know how tough it would be to try to convince Rob not to buy that boat Oh man, I would have been like, look, I don't know the first thing about fishing, but like, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> I'm going to retire on the bayou. I'll figure it out. Yeah, so one of the main things here was that the boat was too broke to, to, to sell. So they call everybody out, start fixing it up. And then they ultimately fix it up. And it's like, oh, I can't sell this boat. <laughs> so we're gonna do we can't do that. Um, what if the townspeople were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? 
Now I said I would have helped the Wilson family as long as there was a profit. You didn't hear me say the profit part, but still. Uh, I um, love how when Sam was calling for favors, it was always as like his parents' son. It was yeah. never as mm-hmm. yeah. himself or as the Falcon. Yeah. Like oh, he, it's true. That's why he's such such gonna be such a good captain. <laughs> America, he's mm-hmm. such a good, he Yeah. Well, yeah. that that's actually a, a, a contrast to what he was doing earlier on in the series because yeah. he was trying to use his his celebrity status to yep. get that bank loan and to that's get just, like true. other yeah. things. Mm-hmm. So like I I didn't realize it until you just mentioned it, Tab. But just like it just shows his growth as well and his character arc, um, kind of like coming to a. Uh, uh, completion. That's that's actually really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, a Bucky thing that stood out, like it, it was, it was a, just a really fun. And we can talk about some of the training stuff. But um, while we're still on the boat, um, a Bucky line that really stood out to me was the whole like, oh, why didn't you? You know, he's like, why didn't you use your your metal hand? And he's like, oh, well, sometimes <laughs> I don't. I, I kind of forget about it because I, I you know, I'm I'm not left handed. Yeah. And it's like so. So he's he's at this point where he that to me showed like he's moving past the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's still he's using his dominant hand, um, but it was really funny when he used the metal hand just to peel back that part of the boat <laughs> that Sam was working on. He peeled it off like it was a Pringles top. <laughs> he also nice. slept on the him. couch, not the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, um, that was so. More progress. Progress, yeah. I think yeah. everyone has nephews that are like that, where you you wake up and they're like full, through flipping shit. through your wallet or something. You're like, "What are you doing?" Uh, the same, in like in, uh, in WandaVision, when he when he woke up, uh, uh, Quicksilver, Pietro, Pietro, yeah, yeah, Pietro woke up <laughs> and they were like whispering about him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Also, just like the the symbolism of seeing um two black kids playing with the captain america shield Mm -hmm. that that just visual is is very impactful um i also found it interesting how like uh you know just hearing them call him uncle sam exactly (laughs) exactly in my mind and i and i told my wife i was like oh i'm so happy that uh falcon's real name isn't tom Uh, yeah. yeah, Sam and Bucky uh, go outside. They start tossing around the old vibranium skin, and uh, you know, like a, you do with a, a little catch. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> I kept. I, I feel like so they had all the things wrapped around the trees, and I feel like there was an unshot scene where Sam's sister came out where they didn't have those wrapped, and she was like, "You need to wrap them, or yeah. the trees are going to come down." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, pretty dangerous oh, yeah, 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 with yeah, those kids running around. <laughs> Especially much, he's learning I mean, how to handle this thing. You gotta be careful yeah. with those kids running around. This was their big like therapy scene where mm-hmm. they got some closure and Sam was like acted as a counselor to Bucky. Mm-hmm. I do I do I do love the fact that I do love the fact that Tab just said that it was a it was a um it was a uh, therapy scene because there's so many times and so many great conversations I've had with friends just shooting around, shooting basketball, or just um, just uh, literally throwing the ball around. And that's what they were doing. They were literally tossing the, the shield back and forth to each other. And it just, like, shows how, like, how guys will just use sports to ch- ju- just to mask, mask um, 
being friends. And because it's a weird thing to say, but like a lot of my friends were friends because of something like um, kind of surface based. But the more we're friends because of that, the deeper the relationship goes. Sure. So like uh, I've had so many serious conversations just like shooting the ball around. It's uh, it was cool to like see that, um, even though it was kind of hard to try to like come to grips with like how how well Sam was catching the uh, the shield, which hurt me a little bit because like those straps don't look that comfortable. So the <laughs> fact that he was able to like hands. exactly to like kind of line his arm up every single time to like receive it and like that recoil he had and how uh, Buck was just catching that shit like it was nothing. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, the frisbee. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the other thing that that you know the big line that the the the, the the closure I think that Sam gave Bucky was the whole like, you know what? It doesn't matter what Steve thinks. Like, yeah, yeah. Which is, man, I have some people in my life that I wish I could like explain to them how how like yes, this person who was alive and is no longer was a big part of your life. Uh, and we're assuming that Steve, for whatever, Steve's alive, dead on the moon. Who knows? But he's not there. Yeah, he's not there. Is the important part. And I wish I could just tell these people like, yeah, you can't live your life like on the whims of a dead person, no matter how much you love them based on like what they would have wanted for you. you. You're alive here now breathing. You need to make these decisions based on what's best for you, not what you think they would have wanted. It's, it's, it's no way to live. Um, yeah. Cause you can't even talk to them about it. Cause if you could, they'd probably be like, no, do what you want asshole. Like, exactly. Like, what are you living for me for? Like I'm dead. Um, so, so that was like, that was such a, like you said, like he's been going to this therapy and which I thought was going to be a much bigger part of this series. I, this series has become something <laughs> totally different than what I think we all thought in, on the, in I the think pilot. what they thought they had yeah. to switch shit up. So yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You're not, oh, yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, that was, it was like, it's one of those moments where I, man, what am I, I've paid a therapist and, and therapy is great and it's very important and people should, everyone should go. But like, sometimes it's just like one buddy on the court. It's just like drop something, like you said, Keen, and it's just like fuck. Why didn't I? I remember quick story. I was, I was, I was in rehab of all places, and I was pining over a, a past relationship that was really messing me up. And a guy told me, a guy I'd known for like two days, and he was like, "Hey, let me tell you something, man. It's like uh, this person did you really wrong, and then uh, and like they were stabbing you with a knife every day, and then they were like, I'm gonna go away, but I'm gonna hand you this knife." And I want you to stab yourself every day with it while I'm not here. And then they left and you kept doing it because you were so, you just wanted to keep, you wanted to follow directions and you were just stabbing yourself dutifully every day. And he was like, put the knife down, man. They're not watching. And I was like, (laughs) years of therapy, years of therapy. We're like, what? Like this, this guy who was, who was five days sober. I was two days sober and he just dropped something on me. I was like, wow, that, that worked, man. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you don't have to put that in the podcast, but that's more no, for y'all. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, and there was a parallel of uh, Sam telling Bucky that with Sarah telling Sam. Yeah. Uh, when, yeah. In reference to yeah. Isaiah. Um, he doesn't quite have the history with Isaiah, but Isaiah has the history, uh, yeah. all of the history. Uh, so hearing hearing that for for Sam, I think kind of pushed him, um, was one of, one of the, the one of two pushes that he needed to take those next steps. Um, I just want to say, I mean, this, this is a really, yeah, this is one of my favorite scenes in the whole episode. I think it's really, and, and, and again, just the, 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 the pure, 
the pure strength of basically like two guys talking basically, you know, about something, things that have been on their mind. And the, I mean, Tabby mentioned therapeutic earlier and that was, that was very much this scene. Um, and again, because I'm going to stay on brand, I'm going to be like hung up on other people's reactions to this scene. But I saw someone, I saw someone tweet uh, over the weekend, basically just like, this is the worst dialogue I've ever heard. And it was like one of those kind of things, which is like, so you've seen two TV shows and the other one was, and, and the other one was Iron Fist, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> um, family guy. Family, exactly. exactly. But, like, but like any, you know, any attempt, you know, to, to kind of um, have like a, a real conversation about what these people like might really be, feel, and especially tempered with just some of the very real things that we're talking about, basically just kind of really short circuit some people. And and not only that, but I saw some people react to, um, Bucky has a line where he says that, you know, neither he nor Cap um, yeah. really quite understood what it meant to hand the shield to Sam. Uh, and when I watched the scene, I thought just like, that's a completely appropriate line. And that makes a lot of sense to me. And I saw people flip out because yeah. how dare you question Captain America, say he didn't know what he was doing. I was just like, <laughs> I just can't with these people. What is happening? How well, because the line you, was. You question Bucky, Captain yes. America's best friend. <laughs> cool. and, and they got mad because the line was, it wasn't just like, you know, we didn't, we didn't realize how hard it would be to get a stand was we didn't realize how hard it would be to give this to a black man right exactly and so yeah. like half of the internet's just like well why'd they have to and you're like right. do, do you read the comics at all right. like the first captain america comic he's punching hitler in the face like a year and a half before we entered the war mm -hmm. so you know like it's been political the whole time it, assholes yeah. it, it it absolutely has and it's that and it's also like the the audacity that this show has to suggest that maybe cap had a blind spot about something basically which i think is completely reasonable yeah, you know, i'm sure he has a lot from a character construction development just like yeah he probably has a couple yeah he has no. a whole book of the stuff that he didn't know about because he was frozen yes, <laughs> yes exactly exactly man yeah. The internet was, uh, we're all in agreement, the internet was a bad decision, right? <laughs> yeah. like, like just across the board. In, in general, yeah. Yeah, I mean, mistake, this podcast out mistake. of it, so. I know, I was about to say, yeah, but so make sure you go on crossroadscomedy.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, so next week we're going to see Bucky confront, not confront, um, uh, Amend, make amends, actual amends uh, to his elderly friend. I can't remember the name of. Yep. Um, about killing his killing his son. That's going to be tough. That's going to be because those scenes with with him have already been touching and 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 generally good. So do, I don't I don't see that really ending well. But that's not the point. No. For, yeah, for that's, yeah. 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 It's yeah. not supposed to be a feel good like happy ending necessarily like you mm -hmm. uh, in a perfect world everybody in his notebook he would be able to cross off and and have a happy ending with but um i think if they if they're consistent with the way that they've been telling these character stories um yeah i i, I see that being a very heartbreaking scene um and yeah uh i am looking forward to seeing how they do it mm -hmm. but yeah it, it's yeah i'm definitely holding on to my britches 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Torres calls about the uh, spike in cell activity prior to attacks. And hey, there was just a big spike in New York City. And Sam is happened has been watching the news and he's like, wait a second, I got this vibes and just like hangs up on him. I'll take it from here. And then he goes to his what's in the box uh, moments where he opens it up and they cut away. So we don't actually see see what's in. I know there is some spoilery things out there, but I want to I don't want to hear too many spoilery stuff. Um, uh, but it was Marcellus Wallace's soul. What? Oh my god! <laughs> um, yeah, like because my first thought was, if I mean, there's potential for new wings for sure. Uh, there is the possibility that it is a newer <laughs> like Captain America suit. Uh, that that they've made for him like that's my thinking is is that it's it's a suit because he doesn't have the super strength of um, of captain you know of steve rogers but he has you know he's super agile um but having some sort of vibranium wakandan made suit would kind of really give him um level the playing field just a little bit more for him since he doesn't seem likely yeah. to be one to take any serum that's his mithril yeah, if if they're going with what he looks like in the comics when he takes on the mantle, he he has both wings and shield. Um, I'm really hoping that they gave him the uh, Black Panther suit thing of where it holds energy so that he can blast it back at people. It's like, oh, if you could do that with the shield, then that'd, that'd probably be really cool. Can you imagine if they didn't put that in? And he's like, <laughs> like what box didn't you, I check? You could have done that and you didn't put that yeah, in. Yeah, they well, just gave Bucky a form and he was just like, yeah, uh, no. this, 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 whatever. Just well, like, that was the LX model. You only <laughs> yeah, got the yeah. SX model. Exactly. Bucky's filling out just that was like the next trim line. Do you want to go with the premium package, Bucky? It's just like, uh, how extra long? It has serious take? satellite radio. <laughs> <laughs> so he actually has uh, uh, in the comics, he's, he's, He's gonna have both the wings and the shield, and the suit is going to be. It looks souped up. In the comics, he looks so dope. Like he looks so sick. And like I, I haven't, yeah. I've, I don't, I haven't seen him like animated like on, on a TV show, but in like different frames of him being able to like use the shield, throw it, fly, and just, it's oof. If, if they do it right in the next episode, which I think they will, and that's probably why they showed that training montage of him getting used to using the shield. And add the wings with it to how dynamic he is with the wings. It's gonna be beautiful. Man. <laughs> it's gonna be so dope. So the only thing I don't like about his uh comic look is he has the what I call the Jean Grey, like the side mask, side, but not really yeah. Side mask, but there's no top to it. Oh, which yeah. was I can't remember the artist that started doing that, but it was because he didn't like to draw ears. Was it Jim Lee? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> And then it I just caught like on. So like, now you don't have to draw ears if you do this. <laughs> yeah, it was Gambit, right? Wasn't Gambit. Gambit like one of the first? Yeah, yeah, yeah Gambit the, had it. The, but he's the coolest one to, to pull it off, though. Maybe because the first Cajun. look. I don't know. Maybe. This is, and he has the coat like with it. Like the coat being puffed up is maybe helping Gambit look cool with the face hugger. Gambit's just fucking cool. Mm. So yeah, I would just uh, go on Fiverr and just be like, I need someone to draw some ears on these panels. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, all right. Any other thoughts leading into next week before we get the winners and losers? Uh, I just want to be sure that everyone caught that when Sam was training and he ran by his nephews, he said, all day, man. Yeah. All day. Uh, yep. yeah. yeah. I could do this uh, all day. 
I think yeah. um, my my this didn't we didn't see this, but in my head when when he hung up on Torres, um, Torres was sitting next to somebody else, and he's like, "Is uh, Sam? Sam?" And he, that was my best friend. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe maybe that would have been where uh, Stan Lee was, and he goes, "Yeah, sure, kid." <laughs> where would Stan Lee be? Uh, before we get to winners and losers, then I just want to say that also up. Uh, on xroadscomedy.com, we have two performances uh, where you can buy tickets for study hall comedy inspired by lectures, which features Keen, Rob, Marsley. Uh, so you can check them out. Uh, it's We invite lecturers to come on, speak about topics they are familiar with, and then we discuss them, make fun of them, and then do some improv inspired by them. It's a really fun time. And not yet rated an improvised movie, which is exactly what it sounds like. The audience supplies a few suggestions, including a genre, and the cast puts on a performance that's part storytelling, part acting out, and completely made up. For more info on those, you can go to xroadscomedy.com and also check out the other podcast that I talked about, In My Opinion, with Keen on it as well. All right, then. Let's hit some winners. Uh, let's start with Keen. Uh, I think the number one Uno winner is uh, Uncle Sam Wilson uh, mm-hmm. because uh, he got his shield back. Mind you, it's his shield now because it was given to him um mm-hmm. so he got his shield back uh he got the beat up walker because i know he's been waiting to do that ever since he's seen him be introduced um and he not it's not the family the family boat is fixed so the business should be able to do better so that's kind of tied up that's kind of saved as well mm-hmm. uh he has to make sure bucky doesn't mess with his sister because that's that's a lot of issues that i don't want to get into right now um <laughs> mainly the age He's like 106. Come on. <laughs> That's wild. Is he um, <laughs> all those, well, he's 106 with, with, with a freezer burn. Uh, but um, going to be taking her to a Lindy hop. I <laughs> <laughs> might call her gal or game or something. But anyway, um, but yeah, Sam, definitely hands down uh, winner of this episode. Yeah, and one other small line about the shield that the Contessa drops is, uh, you know, the thing about the shield is it doesn't really belong to the U.S. government. It's kind of a legal gray area. Um, just fun there. So uh, because they do scream at him as as Walker's leaving and return return that shield with expediency. Yeah. Uh, not yours, dudes. Um, <laughs> Marcely. Um. Yeah. To kind of echo uh, everything that Keen said, uh, my winner is the Wilson family um, mm. because they got their boat. They got the community to band together and help. Um, and I think just seeing the community uh, be so willing to help based off of the family name, um, like Tab uh, mentioned earlier, um, I, I think it makes Sam and uh, Sarah closer as well. Um, and, and just like they got their boat, Sam got his shield and they're yeah, he's he's actually finally at, at a place of peace. And he's like, all right, I know what my purpose is. I know what I have to do. Um, mm-hmm. And and Sarah kind of even had like a, the same uh, come to Jesus moment too, where she's like, all right, I, I can't get rid of this boat. This boat is part of, you know, our, our family legacy. Mm-hmm. Tab. Tab. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, fans of Seinfeld. Mm. <laughs> yes, uh, we are winners. We are the winners. Uh, for Julia Louis Dreyfus joining the MCU, and it mm. has been promised already that she is in more very soon. Fantastic. Um, also, side note: 
I was randomly watching Seinfeld while I was waiting for the new episode to go live. So that was a very <laughs> surreal moment for me. <laughs> you were like, sleep and worlds were colliding. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like um, it. I'm going to collide. Yeah. <laughs> getting upset. Michael. Uh, all the good ones are taken. I'm always bad at this game. Um, yeah, no, I think uh, just uh, just viewers, actually, because we got a really, really strong episode. And also, um, uh, basically, uh, anyone, uh, you know, uh, yeah, viewers, basically. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Rob. <laughs> Uh, controversial, controversial winner alert, uh, John Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see it. Because not, you know, he's not, he's not a winner like, oh, we love him. Uh, he didn't get court-martialed for killing mm-hmm. a foreign national on foreign soil. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did not get put in prison. He did not get, uh, you know, he, he, I'm sure he's got some like, uh, you know, he's probably canceled. Um, but <laughs> He for sure got the like the best velvet, uh, the best velvet parachute of anybody who screwed up that royally on a global stage with like, mm-hmm. don't worry about it, buddy. I'm in a shady gover- pseudo government thing, and I'll take care of you forever. And then he's making himself uh, a bootleg shield that is surely <laughs> going to uh, break apart the second he throws it the first time. Real quick, because we didn't talk about that. Um, what did he do with that medal of honor did he like use it to solder like melting them down all his medals right melting them down to solder okay because i thought he just was like put one like real bootleg just right on the middle of it and i was like well that looks what a a great design choice you've made john walker but yeah i think like in the grand scheme of things as bad as it could have gone it went pretty well for him so he's my winner well because the others were taken yeah he's got he's got um He's got Fox News, uh, you know. Oh, like for sure, he's gonna talking head guest ship, like for yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. for the rest of his life. I know that I'm sure the shield is going to look pretty decent, uh, but I would love if it just comes out like crinkly and like you see, like it's made out of soup cans and shit. <laughs> like, when Lisa, like when Lisa went, like when Lisa went as Florida, as Florida. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You- that scene in Endgame where the two caps throw their shields at each other, but Walker's <laughs> just explodes, right? Burst into flames somehow. <laughs> Try to catch on fire. Um, my winner is, uh, I actually had Walker as potential. I had Sam as my top winner. In between there, I'm going with, it was, it was mentioned, I'm going with the boat itself as the, as the winner uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, let's hit losers, uh, Michael. Uh, for losers, I'm actually going to go with um, everyone that I saw on the internet. Um, this, especially <laughs> this week, <laughs> that sounded like really, really mean. I'm not being everyone. quite that mean, but let me. I'll finish the thought. Us. But uh, everyone on the internet who is specifically saying just like, "Oh, I hate how these comic book shows basically are getting so political." Mm. Yeah. yeah, not just nice. this week, just kind of losers all the time, but especially sure. Rob. Um. <sighs> Her character name escapes me, but John Walker's wife or partner, because mm-hmm. um, she had to do that, like, I got to stand next to this uh, publicly disgraced person and just, like, be strong when, like, mm-hmm. just go, run, run away. <laughs> you can do better. Um, so, yeah, she's my she's my loser. She had to be Tab. the good wife. Uh, mine is Lamar Hoskins' family. And John lied to their faces and they hit him for it and then he left. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I don't know if I was in that situation, it might have provided them some amount of closure, knowing that the the person they they thought was responsible for their son's death has been you know dealt with. Um, but yeah, still agree. <laughs> what was uh, the name of the What was the name of the episode, Mike? Of this episode, Truth. Thank you, <laughs> uh, Marceline. Yeah, it's tab. So my answer is uh, so my my winner was uh, was the Wilson family. My loser had to be the Hoskins family because they were under the misconception that they got justice, um, mm-hmm. and they they have no such thing. So the, yeah. the person who murdered their son is still out there running around, still plotting uh, terrorist terrorist plots or whatever. Um, so yeah, and and they like oh it it just was very. Uh, uncomfortable to see uh his mother give john a hug and you know, and and like you said like i I'm not saying that it's it would be easy for him to be like no you know i killed the wrong person but especially in that moment um but yeah it's still it's still is shitty because uh they think they got something that they didn't really get yeah it's a hmm. huge com oh sorry no not good ted say it's a it's a much bigger conversation but Lamar was his moral compass and I don't think like there's no way Lamar this ghost is watching going oh thanks John good job for this (laughs) this was a good idea that you murdered this man in the street yeah yeah I mean you saw how quickly that removing removing that he just went right off Uh, and the way that they kind of uh showed they they audibly called back all of those little moments throughout that brought him to this to this point. Uh, so they did a decent job of showing. They did a better job of him within this than they did with Daenerys, I think, <laughs> uh, <laughs> making making her evil turn. Ooh, Ooh uh, Keen. Uh, I'm gonna go with um, if I'm saying his name right, uh, George Saint Pierre or Batroc. Batroc. Um, yeah. because. <laughs> Every time he's been on screen, he's either getting his ass whooped, getting <laughs> arrested, or doing something he doesn't want to do. Because apparently he doesn't want to help with Flag Smashers, but he has mm-hmm. a deal with um, with Carter. I don't know what that deal pertains and what what his what he has to do to fulfill his part of it. Uh, but he kind of probably doesn't want to do it, but he has to. So it sucks for him. Yeah. Uh... For me, I'm going to go with Walker as my as my loser. I do agree that uh, there are there are definite wins as Rob has uh, laid out, but within this storyline, he right now is a pretty big loser. Um, couldn't live up to the expectations. Couldn't live up to the pressure. Uh, gave in so very very quickly at each opportunity to make a choice that would make show him to be a, be- a better person failed uh, and is uh, now going to prison for it. Uh, now we've talked about the the Thunderbolts possibilities and him having some possibly redeeming moments uh, or just being super villainy or both going back and forth. But for now, at least uh, he's, he's a loser. Uh, we'll see what happens next week. Um, okay. That is our, our episode. Uh, thank you, Keen, for jumping in once again. Thank you, Marceli. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Tab. Thank you, Michael. Thank you all for listening. Bye. 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 Take these broken wings and learn to fly again. Learn to live so free. When we hear the voices sing, the book of love.
broken wheel.